0: I'm Gabby Lamb. And I'm Harper Rose Drummond. And you're, you're listening, listening to Tea Time. Time, where we talk about the nastiest, dirtiest, naughtiest, wildest secrets. Enjoy. I better not fucking look over there and see you playing Miss Pac Man on your iPad. Cause you know what you do have, you have Miss Pac Man vibes. Ew, you kind of do though. How no, many times? No, that's because I'm wearing overalls. How many times did you play Miss Pac Man? Well, when growing up in your entire life, how many times did you play? <laughs> how Ms. many times? Well, I can't count how
1: many times because cause Cause there, was many? A period of, there was a period of my life where I went. You know, I was in the trenches with Miss Pac Man.
0: Are you Mr. lying right Fuel? now? I feel like
1: you're making lies. No.
0: My brother and I used to fucking play the shit out of that. Are you serious? Yeah. God, and, I fucking and, know you
1: have that vibe. <laughs> and uh, Spyro.
0: Okay, but you already know that I love Spyro. Mm, well, now you know that I love it. You more would than play you could it on ever. the Sega Dreamcast. Mm, no, but here's the thing. I you mean? No, yes, you would. That's no. what Spyro was on, was on Sega. Mm,
1: no, because now you're saying a bunch of words. But here's the thing.
0: <laughs> and none of those words are biblical. I just want you to know. <laughs>
1: okay, here's the thing. I think I just blacked out because I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. But here's what I do know. Okay. If I have Miss Pac-Man vibes, you have like the vibes of like someone that would stuff their comforter full of fleas (laughs) instead of feathers.
0: Okay, but in terms of fucking video game vibes, what do I give you? In terms of video game vibes? Like what do I seem like I play?
1: That little phone game, Snake. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't know sna- if I big like... Big
0: snake vibes. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Tea Time. We didn't even do an introduction. Who gives Welcome a fuck. back to another episode of Tea Time with your hosts. We don't need to do that because there's Rose already an Drummond. intro. There's already an intro. Harper Rose... There's <laughs> already an intro. There's already an intro. I welcome hate when you do this. There's already an intro. Of I am Harper Rose Drummond. No. In standing in for the role of Harper Rose Drummond. <laughs> Hi, you guys. I am Gabby Lamb today. You fucking wish you were Gabby Lamb uh, Hey, today. guys. I'm
1: Gabby Lamb, and I am a
0: Neanderthal. Yeah. Okay. You podcast. fucking literally wish. I got canceled on TikTok this week. I also have a gigantic fucking butthole-sized cold sore on my lip. She's not fucking lying, you guys. She it does hurts have a cold so sore. bad. If you guys are watching this, you can, see it. you can zoom in and you can see my cold sore. It hurts so bad. Okay, cute. Anyway, you got smoothie in the cold sore, which it kind of acts like a reservoir. You see it? It's still there? Mm-hmm stop. Yes. The smoothie? Don't
1: say. Oh, no, not the smoothie.
0: You got oh. the smoothie out of it. Okay. <laughs> Here's the next thing. It's got kind of like a second smoothie. I'm heavily clad in makeup today because I've been watching the new hit series, Pam and Tommy, about Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's relationship. And I've become very inspired by early 90s, late 90s. Late 90s, late 90s, whatever. Pam Anderson, that look was giving, 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 giving up my ass, sweetie. So I was like, you know what? (laughs) I can be her.
1: And I am still on the fucking Cassie train because those little fucking gems that that bitch puts on her eyes. I'm obsessed with. So,
0: okay, well, Pam Anderson is better. And Mm, um, mm, 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 although mm. I look like a drag queen, (laughs) Pam Anderson did not.
1: We were so fucking disrespectful to her in the fucking
0: 90s. We were. We all thought that she was a big fat fucking whore. She wasn't. <laughs> well. And now that we're older, we realize being a whore isn't a real thing. That no, was just it's something that fucking the- not. No, because you know what? That was something that the patriarchy pinned on us to make us believe about ourselves. The patriarchy wanted us so badly to think that we were stinky fucking loose whores. But here's the thing.
1: Actually, that's fucking true because yeah. and it was just a fucking sex tape with her fucking husband. And everyone had a fucking sex I've tape I made back 700
0: then. sex tapes with all 110 oh. of my boyfriends. <laughs> I did exaggerate a little bit in that. But yeah. if any of that was to come out, hey, what's the difference between me and Pam Anderson, you know, is what I'm saying. Yeah, please let us know,
1: you guys, what is the difference between Gabby and Pam? Because I can't fucking see it. Thank you. Except you did get really livid. So Gabby and I got, we always get um, coffee and treats before we God, come and here. And we were crossing the street and I go, okay, Miss Tits, because it was time to walk. And you're like, I'm not fucking Miss Tits. You are Miss Tits. And I was like, woo,
0: ooh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'm not Miss Tits.
1: I just—it's a sweet little thing to say. Yeah, but you know I'm not Miss Tits. Okay, I didn't realize you were so sensitive about not you're being Miss Tits. Miss fucking Tits. But to me, you're like my titty queen. You're like my titty. What does sis. that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> Words just kind of you mean, whatever know what now. vibes are giving me right now.
0: What? Larry David. <laughs> really, you're hearkening Larry David right now. Okay. I don't even know if I use that word right, but I do like the word hearkening. Hearkening. Yeah. Okay. Larry David. You're giving me better be good. Why are you thinking so much? Because it's hurting. Well, it's because it's Pam and Because I, and I eat can't pineapple and I'm about 15 seconds behind
1: because I'm allergic to pineapple. But here's the thing. The vibe that you're giving me is honestly Th- Seth Rogen from Pam and Tommy. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> okay. Honestly, iconic. Yeah. That yeah. show is
1: fucking iconic, even though it was made against her will. They still just can't get the concept of consent down but
0: no and they never will because as a human race we never will (laughs) Not (laughs) it fuck off I just chewed ice
1: okay wait you and I had something cute happen this weekend Gab and I did three shows together and two of them were cute and one of them was cursed which one was cursed Rec Room Rec Room wasn't cursed Rec Room was cursed no it wasn't it was fun Okay. okay. I don't know. It, it was fun, but it was still, I think just, it was cursed compared to the other two.
0: Rec Room itself was an establishment as cursed, but That's I didn't think.
1: That's what I'm think...
0: saying. Okay. You always have so much
1: attitude. And
0: honestly, one day,
1: don't, I'm going no, to now gonna my bring eyes it are closed. Yeah, now exactly. my eyes are closed. Here's the thing, you guys. I, I, I'm sorry that we're going to start off like this, but Honk has her eyes closed and nothing makes me more <laughs> fucking heated, livid and I rate than when she closes her eyes and I don't know why but it's just you know we all have our triggers this is mine I actually have to physically look away from you because I will actually ignite this fucking studio in flames I fucking can't tell me when your eyes are open yeah they're open okay good Stop looking at your hand. You're well, not to Well, no, on because acid. I have
0: a bruise here, and because I fucked up my finger. Anyway, okay, no, nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, I okay. Did. I want
1: everyone to know she doesn't have a bruise on her finger. Yeah, I
0: literally, have a bruise <laughs> on my finger. I thought you I can't literally have a cold sore and a bruise. Yeah, well, you have, I have to pick all one. of it. I have all of it. I can't. I have all I of fucking it. Fucking can't. And I also have this like weird thing right now where my skin feels very like it hurts to touch. It's fragile. I'm just a fragile girl. Ew. So fragile.
2: Girl. A little delicate flower.
0: So here's the thing. No, we watched our podcast back the last few days and we realized I realized that I sound and I don't know. This is me being too hard on myself, but I was getting bored of listening to myself. I was watching myself talk and I was like, this bitch has got to speed it up. She sounds fucking boring. She sounds bored. That's how quite drab
1: it was. Well, here's the thing. You don't start off like that. I just think it's like you read a lot.
0: It's a lot. I do read a lot as an intellectual it's, well,
1: but for this podcast is what I'm talking about. Hmm. Yeah, because you it's been 15 months and you still haven't given me back my book, Song of Achilles. So, tick. <laughs> oh, it's fucking clock. <laughs> <laughs> Honey.
0: Yeah. So, I, you know, <laughs> recapping the past episodes, I was like, this bitch has got to switch up the game a little bit. I got to have some more f- inflections. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always talking. You yeah, know, it doesn't matter. But what you're what trying to say decide- is monotone sure
1: but i see when you're reading to me it doesn't sound monotone but when we watched
0: it back that's because you're fucking falling asleep while i'm reading (laughs) You're not even awake
2: (laughs) i think you're being hard on yourself but
0: i feel like i sound boring
2: i don't think you do but um i think it's a good episode to switch it up well we're switching up the look we'll just address that yeah we did switch up the look
1: gabby is baby boy blue because she's my man and then i am perfect in pink Isn't that how you say it? It is funny that you came
0: dressed accordingly.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I didn't even realize that we were doing this today, but it's just
0: intuition. So, (laughs) what we're doing today is uh, we're we're switching it up a little bit. We're Mm -hmm. gonna Harper and I are gonna switch off reading stories because I think it would be fun. Because Honk is usually the big reactor, but you know what?
1: But also, but Honky has funny fucking reactions too that you guys don't really get to. You don't get to see that funny side of her. I mean, you get to see.
0: Nobody what am gets I to trying see to say? The real me is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> you guys just don't know honky like I do, and now that we're mixing it up, you guys can finally know that sweet, sweet little honk that I yeah. know.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna switch up our little stories today, and let's just get the fuck right into it. The subject of today's stories. Is lengths you've gone. How hard have you simped for someone? What lengths have you
1: taken to get someone to like you?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What have you done? Do do any stories come to mind for you? Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Okay,
1: go. uh, Actually, unfortunately, they really do. I was super down bad for this guy named Carmelo that went to my high school. Mm. And I, we, we were complete opposites. And like in the movies, you know, that always works out in real life it did not but anyways he was like super into like punk and like you know taking down the military i don't know so then i got like (laughs) normal high school things and um and so then i started listening to like a lot of the music that he was into and i was trying really hard to be into it
0: like what what was a band
1: god fuck um uh the misfits hell yeah yeah and I was like, you know, taking a break from my closest And okay, you've never heard of them. But it's, I was just trying to really
0: If you wanna scream, scream with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> These happy moments Carmella would have loved you.
1: Um, but anyway, so fuck yeah, dude. They're fucking misfits, danzig, oh. yeah. Okay, honey, you don't need to try, he's not here. But anyway, so um <laughs> I was really into like listening to that. And then I hate like I a big part of my personality is I don't smoke weed. I don't like weed. But he hit me up one day, just randomly being like, Hey, do you wanna come smoke with me? And I was like, Yes! Yes, I do. <laughs> And so then I just started smoking weed. He's like, have you ever smoked before? I'm like, yes, yes, I have. And I literally looked at, before hanging out with him, I Googled how to smoke weed.
0: you hadn't smoked weed before. <laughs> no, how old were you? I was like
1: 16. Yes, yeah, I love weed. I was like, yeah, I fucking love it. <laughs> I smoke all of the weed, sir. And so then we would always hang out and smoke weed.
0: And then, so I wouldn't then it even ha- became like a regular thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then okay. he started dating um, this cool girl, Hannah. And he never dated you. Never dated me. No. Did you guys ever
0: hook up? No, never. Never, never made out.
1: Never made out. Nothing. And then we started talking actually over the pandemic. Just like, you know, like, oh,
0: blaze buddies, just blaze buddy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Just Yeah. yeah. yeah, That was my brother. And then, um, but you know, wanted to escalate it. And then, um, (laughs) and then we started talking over the pandemic, just like sending each other funny memes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know. I kind of had a mental breakdown and I was like. Oh, my God, I was, oh, he sent me this, he sent himself playing a song that I really liked um, back in high school. And then I was like, oh, my God, was he in love with me this whole time? And then I was like, I had such a big crush on you in high school. And he was like, oh, I did, too. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then he was like, oh, but I'm seeing someone now. Bye. And I was like.
0: (laughs) Didn't you, like, invite him to come out and see us or see us stay with you? What? Didn't you invite him to come, like, stay at our place? No, I was fantasizing about that. No, oh, you fantasized about I that. Was fan- I was like, oh my God, he could
1: come out here or I could fly out there. Oh my God, we can make this work. It's been 10 years in the making. Let's go. And then he said, oh babes, I never liked you and uh, that's what we're doing. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> bye. Classic. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, mm, that rejection feels good. I love that we're fucking Even the second time
0: clubsy. around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? no, yeah. It, it seems to... Uh... If that's how it goes, that's how it goes, isn't it? Yeah, but words to live by. If that's how it goes, that's how it goes. (laughs) Did you ever do anything? Some of you have heard of Gandhi. (laughs) Well. And now you've heard of honky. Now you've heard of honky.
1: (laughs) You keep those eyes open, so holy God. (laughs) (laughs) I know you want to close them, but please.
0: Uh, The lengths that I've gone to, Jesus fuck. I mean... Besides the obvious staying in a relationship with somebody for too long in hopes that they'll wanna be with you. There there's one there's a fucking chunk of time right there. Mm-hmm. If I just do everything he wants me to do, well then well, he'll wanna be with me.
1: Okay. Something funny actually that we did last night was before we went to our show, we I was like cleaning up my phone and I like found like some of these old oh tags oh from because we Gabby and I became friends around the same time where we were both in relationships that were fucked up relationships, we wish. And so um, I I was sending Gabby these texts of like how down uh, bad I was for this guy. I'm like, even though we've been dating for four months, it's okay, you don't want to label. Um, I just really like you. And then Gabby starts sending, you start sending me
0: your fucking texts. Yeah.
1: Oh God. God. But isn't it so beautiful to see how far we've come?
0: Like I would never fucking do that shit now. It's crazy. Yeah, and I was just reading them. I read them back and I was like, damn. And then I was like trying to break it off and I was like, I really like you so much. And maybe we could like still be hookup buddies, but I don't know. And then he's just like, Okay, no, like, everything's all good, but, like, giving me zero emotion. I don't know. What else have I done to, like, impress guys? Um... Well, we all know Honk is a big Misfits fan,
1: so who, like, I was that
0: for But honestly, yeah, right, honestly, that was probably for a guy in middle school, because all the guys grew up with love, the fucking Misfits, mm-hmm. and so, like, to be the cool girl. I'm
1: like, I actually, I'm big in the punk scene. I'm fucking huge in it. <laughs> <laughs> I love jean jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, but now it's, like, such a part of my personality, because I am just kind of, like, a chill girl. Um <laughs> It's part of my personality. Well, you
1: fart on your dude now, so you're, like, very yeah. comfortable. You're very yourself. Oh,
0: I fucking blow farts on him. Whew. He got mad at me the other night. He was like, can you honestly please stop? Wasn't it Valentine's Day? <laughs> it was Valentine's Day. I was <laughs> farting of a storm <laughs> in the bed, and he was just like, oh, please stop. He's like, "It's I can't. It smells so bad in here. And I was like, nah. i Take it, King. Yeah. yeah you want to be my man? You have to put my fucking juicy... Farties. Um, <laughs> oh, he hated it. Um, <laughs> Not juicy fart. I have. What else have I done? I don't fucking know. But yeah, pretended. Oh my god, I remember. Um, I had a really big crush. One of my first big crushes was, funnily enough, on my friend Bryce, uh, who is flaming fucking gay now. Um, but before he came out, I was like. Obsessed with him. Aww. This was like the eighth grade, and we like started chatting over Instagram or not Instagram, uh, like AIM. Mm-hmm. And he he listened to like the Dead Kennedys and fucking uh, what's the oh my god the band. And there will be sorrow and there will be bad religion. Oh, bad religion yeah. yeah, he <laughs> loved bad religion. And so I remember like knowing that and being like, I f- yeah, I love bad religion too. And then downloading like one song on my iPod. Isn't
1: it so funny? It's like, or like if a guy's like, like, oh, I love The Sopranos. I'm like, me too. Oh my God, how funny you
0: mentioned that. Me too. Like,
1: oh, that's interesting. Keep talking. And,
0: uh, and it appears that's the same for me as well. It's like, okay. <laughs> I would carve his name into like the backs of chairs. And now he's literally a drag queen in New York. So we love to see it. We do love to see it. Shout out to Bryce. Shout out to Bryce. Hey, queen. Jesus. Yeah. So I guess, you know, if I thought about it more, I could oh. probably... Uh, the,
1: the dude that I was dating when you and I became friends, um, Mm -hmm. he was, he
0: fancied himself an
1: intellectual, um, that used to be my type was fake intellectual men. And I, I was just like, okay, here we go. But he was really into philosophy. And one time asked me, he's like, what's your favorite philosopher? And I was like, just fucking with him. I go, oh, Ariana Grande. And he got viscerally upset So funny, and was like, you can't honestly name one philosopher. And then I was like, I started just because I felt under pressure. I couldn't, and I was like, "No, it's Ariana Grande or nothing, sweetie." And then after that, who was a fucking philosopher?
0: Socrates. I, don't think I can name one. Yeah. Socrates.
1: Who? They're all great. Kant.
0: Kant. Kant. Whatever. Um, There's Nietzsche, like, right? Okay, it sounds like you do know philosopher Well, because
1: here's the thing: after he broke up with me, I was like, "I
0: am gonna learn all of the philosophers." Yeah. No, you really do start like kind of manipulating your own personality in order to become like more palatable for people that you like. That's why I, I feel like when you get kind of hung up on someone like that, it's really
1: good to stay single for a minute because you got to fucking touch, you know, yeah. back in with yourself. You got to get back
0: down to earth. I, lo- go, I became who, the who, fuck
1: am I? Right. Because <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah. I became like a fucking full-blown alcoholic when I was dating certain men because I was Honky, like, I you will did. drink them. I will drink as much as they drink to be the cool girl. And then you just end up like doing blow and staying drunk. Yeah,
1: I dated someone who's like, I, I just casually do acid. I'm like,
0: <laughs> I can do that too, babe.
1: I'm the oh. cool girl, babe. What? But it's like, sweetie, no, I'm fucking not.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're but not. But life is so much more peaceful. You're Miss you're Pac-Man. <laughs> I'm, you're not Miss Pac-Man. You Ms. know school. what? I
1: am fucking Miss Pac-Man. Run up.
0: Okay, let's get into it. Okay, honey. So this first story. So we're all simps, is what we're saying. We're We're, all all fucking simps.
1: Okay, this first one is cute. I'm French, so I'm sorry if my English is not perfect. I'm an actress, and four years ago, I took a summer acting class in Minsk, uh, Belarus, as you might know. Belarus is the last last dictatorship in Europe. Why have I been there? Long story short, but it was a a reputed class "'Created by a French organization, "'so we were a group of French people "'and all our classes were translated by an interpreter. "'Anyway, we didn't have so much free time "'because of all the work we had to do, "'except one night, uh, the last week before we got back to France, "'we decided with some friends to go out and have a drink. "'We went in a random bar, I asked for a cocktail, "'and the bartender looked at me, and wow, I swear, "'my heart started beating really fast. "'He was looking at me very intensely, too.' We couldn't take our we couldn't take our eyes off each other. It might sound corny, but I was experiencing love at first sight for the first time. We spent the night together and the four last days as well. It was weird because he didn't speak French, and I didn't speak Russian. And I know it sounds cliche, but we didn't need to speak to understand each other. Everything was so obvious. It's like everything finally made sense. Whoa. We loved each other. That means man's was hot. It was heartbreaking to go back to Paris after that. I felt like I was leaving the love of my life, but I didn't have a choice because of my visa. We decided to keep in touch and promised each other that we will meet again. I knew all that was risky, but we preferred it. Uh, we preferred to try making it real than let it go. We only made the promise to be honest towards each other, no matter what. So I started to learn Russian. I saved money to go back, back to Minsk. Is Am I saying that right?
0: Oh fucking know. Okay.
1: <laughs> Who the fuck's Russian in here? You're Russian. Okay. Minsk. Okay. Uh, I saved money to go back to Minsk and I did it for two days only because my shitty boss didn't let me have more days off. Those days were wonderful. I knew everything was crazy, but I wanted to believe in us. He kept telling me he had never been in love like this, that I was the love of his life. That was crazy. When I came back to France, once again, it was heartbreaking. We kept in touch every day for three months, telling each other how much we loved each other, talking about our projects, learning to know more about each other. And one day, he just stopped. I tried to call him many times to call his bar, but nothing. He had me blocked everywhere. On Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp. For a second, I told myself he had been kidnapped by the KGB, LOL. But he had just ghosted me. I couldn't believe it. I wish he had told me that he wanted to stop rather than just ghosting me. This uh, this must have been the most painful breakup I've been through. But I'm happy I lived this love story, even though nothing makes sense in it. LOL. Anyway, I'm also a comedian in France, and I love your podcast. Uh, Bones. Okay, you know what? We're actually not going to read the French part, but I did translate it, and it says kisses from Paris. And kisses back to you, sweetie.
0: What the fuck? He ah! just fucking, I thought there was going to be like a wrap up to that where it's like, and then we finally got in contact again. What the fuck? Fuck? You know you were in love
1: If you're learning Russian for someone Because that language is fucking hard Where the fuck did he go?
0: Down some fucking other bitch's pants Whoa That is so fu- Okay that kind of shit really scares me though Like holy fuck He just bounced He just bounced on her tits And he was like later Blocked you on that, everything? Okay, Savage
1: Honestly it's giving Okay shit boy Okay fucking sociopath cunt Because yeah. you don't fucking ghost someone who learns Russian for you. Also very,
0: just like a bizarre, that you're talking every fucking day. Yeah, that you're, and you both have this like feeling, this mutual feeling when you meet each other that's like, you feel like you're both like falling in love, da, 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 da. And then he just zaps out of nowhere. Have you ever heard from him ever again? Do you have any idea what happened to him? Did you ever it create a burner? It sounds like they didn't.
1: It sounds like they never spoke again.
0: God, you should create a burner and see. You no, know, that's bad advice. But like, I you would. should call the KGB. Uh, get yeah.
1: File a be persons with me? report. Well, you're not going to be with anyone, sweet boy.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Also, go off for being a French comedian. Um, if you know Gad, I love Gad. He's the man. Yeah. That's my boy. Gad Amelie. But. That's a wild fucking story. Ew. Have you ever had anybody just straight up do that to you? Just like. Just straight up ghost? Block, ghost, go bye bye? Like out of nowhere.
1: I don't think so. No. Have you?
0: No, I don't think so either. Oh God, I just realized I've done this to someone. You do that to everyone. <laughs> you literally do that to everyone.
1: I do not. <laughs> like,
0: no, like you'll three. do the like. You'll do the, like the the fucking one night stand, and then be like, hey, bye, and then you block them all.
1: One night stand. I had one one night stand. Okay, two. But here's the thing: I just don't need to fucking talk to you anymore after that. Like, it is what it is. Oh wow! But actually, no. So I dated this guy for like six months and I was a virgin at the time and then I don't know I just got stressed out and instead of just communicating that like I mean I was also like very young but I was just like okay bye and then I just blocked him on everything wow. so I got stressed out
0: that's so savage yeah damn girl
1: that sucks yeah but hey at least now you know Russian so
0: <laughs> Honestly, run up run up on another king it's a scary language and I'll say it honestly. Okay. Um, all right. Next one. Lengths I've gone and to no avail. This ended up being a lot longer than I expected, but I was going to send one of these after I started listening to your show. By the way, big fan of your collective comedy stylings. Thank you. Basically, this is how I've gone the distance for every woman I was ever genuinely interested in. Things to keep in mind. Black, 30, hopeless romantic, raised off of television and workaholic, parents' work ethic, uh, approachable nerd, no writing manifestos unless it's for a streaming series.
2: (laughs) This Uh, is him? Yes. So
0: he's explaining himself. He's describing himself. Uh, I learned to read at a super early age and learned to embrace my heterosexual orientation without insecurities so I can do my best to be a supportive ally for my friends and their loved ones. Okay, this guy is sounding like a king so far. Parent, parents never got married, they split when I was seven, dad had a lot of kids because he's irresponsible with his dick, I don't speak to him, my mom hasn't been in a relationship for decades, and she's hooked on 1950s gender norms, and would also half joke about being annoyed and disappointed if I came home with a white woman. None of these lengths I've went through in the moments listed below, ever resulted in an actual date, not a one. So I always always remind myself that no one is at fault for not being attracted to me. People want who they want, just like I do. True chemistry can't be forced. It must be mutual, or it becomes a breeding ground for toxicity in the relationship. Dang, been there. So here are the lengths I've gone for a crush. In 2010, I've helped a pair of sisters moved from basically LAX to Venice because I was crushing on the younger ones since we were the same age. I would take buses and taxis to see this person whenever she needed me ASAP. We never dated. <laughs> In 2018, I did a lot of pro bono photography and other artistic work across LA because I was really trying to impress my crush at the time when she needed new headshots. We never dated, and I met a lot of her now ex-boyfriends. They were mostly scum. No. Oh. Hell, in some cases, I looked past the obvious red flags because I was down bad and desperate to find someone. In 2016, when I was while I was living in Pittsburgh with my mom and sisters, I asked out a high school classmate who constantly treated me like shit when she was in class with me <laughs> oh. to see the Pittsburgh Symphony. Uh, I, don't know, I asked a high school classmate to see the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra perform the best of John Williams film scores, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Home Alone, Jurassic Park, etc. The orchestra went on strike the morning of the date, and she ghosted me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hardcore. And she ghosted me when I tried to pivot to a different kind of date. Her only response? No, thanks. Sorry. Yeah, she still follows me on Instagram and looks at my stories, and we've never dated. (laughs) Then she's a fan. That is, like, God interfering. (laughs) Yeah. However, (laughs) the top cringeworthy story uh, was during the late 2012 in Culver City when I was crushing on a woman in film school, and she didn't want to be anything more than friends. She got a boyfriend who was probably the definition of just some guy and asked me to tutor him in a class we shared after he missed a few classes to work on his short assignment, on his short film to graduate. I tutored him at my best friend's apartment to catch him up on the creative writing class assignments he missed. It was so painfully awkward that the moment he left, my friend and her boyfriend groaned loudly about how painful it was to watch me teach him. Because of how stilted he was and how obvious it was that it pained me to tutor him. So she, he's tutoring the his crush's boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's brutal.
0: This, That's... The single through line of all the stories is that I make myself available to the women I'm interested in for whatever they need in the hopes that maybe we could go out for a coffee date. Never happened. I've also taken serious steps to progress my personal and emotional growth and to value my self-worth to ensure I don't become as irresponsible with my penis as the joke I'm forced to call dad, nor end up like the swarms of sloppy fuck noodles that my female-identifying friends regularly complain to me about. I've sanded down the parts of myself that I thought were too clingy and no longer go any lengths for anyone's besides friends. I have only been on three dates, with eight years separating the first two dates. Damn. To having no dates since 2019, I've even failed to get a match, let alone a date. On six dating apps during both years, 2019 and 2021, even in person, I'm turned down, or I'm seen as a friend or a surrogate brother. Ew. While I still believe in the power of love, it's become a one-sided dynamic of disappointment and pain, and I am so tired. (laughs) I am 30 years old and I'm retiring from being the consistently hopeless romantic. I also just realized that it's 4 a.m. And I've been writing and rewriting this for several hours during Valentine's Day. Stop! I'm having a shot of whiskey. (laughs) Thanks uh, Thanks for reading any and all kind of this in all of this regardless. I hope love finds you three in whatever form that helps all of you feel the most at peace in your lives. Sincerely and respectfully, the former romantic oh my god you angel you are so pure you're so
2: that made me tear up oh my
0: god he looks very cute too he looks very cute let's see let's see i mean it's a very small picture Uh, honey but i want to hang out it seems like we'd be friends (laughs) yeah you guys have the same vibe (laughs) yeah
1: wait oh i know who this is really Oh my God! Shut the fuck up. You know who that is. I know who the fuck this is. Huh? Fuck off! You are not gonna be. Don't,
2: I'm the hopeless romantic,
1: Mo brother. Oh. Shut the fuck up! You are so cute and fun and social, really, well, and there's talented. No way,
2: there's no way you can make all that up. No, no,
1: he, no, no. I, okay. I, I, one thousand million percent believe that every single word and every single thing in here is hundred percent how he feels mm-hmm. I am just um not going to acknowledge it as truth because I okay because I just I uh, so you're saying you see his worth yes I do yeah, yeah. I've, I've met him before no he's he's sweet here's the thing are you a little awkward God bless you you're a little fucking awkward aren't we all but here's the thing I fucking am I'll just walk away in conversations when I feel awkward because I don't know how to dismiss it. I'll be like, ha ha ha,
0: and then just walk away. You know who else is very awkward, but also is like, is so good is your brother. Aww. You know, I, I could see how girls would be like, oh, I don't get it. And they wouldn't want to date him. But like, once you get to know Eli, I'm sure as you know, you are like, yeah, this is he's a great fucking guy. Yeah. And no. you're like, would I fuck him? Yeah, I'm speaking on behalf of you.
1: I know you. I know you are. So, mom, if you're listening, you're learning a lot today. So, it's, um,
0: so yeah, I mean, it's just you know what? <laughs> what? What?
1: Yeah, he's a, fu- he's
0: a fuckable brother. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> I would
1: never do it. But respectfully, I to lean into it. <laughs> I, I I mean I don't understand why I'm the bad guy for saying that I have a fuckable brother. No, I don't think you're the
0: bad guy. I think Lee's right. making it weird. But yeah, I don't Lee,
1: think- you're making it weird. Oh, I'm making it weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ah! Yeah. Gabby has a fuckable cousin. So fuckable. <laughs> Primed for fucking. Yeah, but he out there slinging dick. He gets all the fucking baddies. Yeah. He has to be. <laughs> <laughs> he get he gets fucking baddies. His fiance. Uh. Prime. Prime. Prime queen. Prime queen. Big ol' ass. We talked about this last episode.
1: <laughs> and we're going to talk about it on the next one as
0: well. We'll so talk back about again. it every episode. Ja- yeah. James, you got a fucking bad D. <laughs> if any of y'all are wondering, <laughs> her name is DeLacy. Look her up. Look up That's look up my cousin's fiance. She's getting cousin dick. She's getting record
1: deals. She's getting everything.
0: She a fucking baddie. <laughs> So, what we're saying is...
1: Basically, this is thing, don't give up. I don't think you... I don't, like... I do believe that you're doing something right where, like, you don't need to extend yourself. Because, again, it all comes down to fucking boundaries. It's like, and, right. And as soon as you stop, that's when shit
0: will start popping off.
1: When Okay. I read somewhere. I read. I forget where I read this. But basically, it's like when you're single, you shouldn't look at it like you're in a waiting room. You shouldn't be just like, when
0: will someone come and love me?
1: Like, yeah. just keep going about your business. Stay busy.
0: It sounds like that's what he's doing now. Yeah, that is good. And as soon as you tap into that, like, I'm worthy mentality and you're not, like, chasing these fucking bozos, then that's when a fucking big-ass, a big-ass baddie is going to come in and suck your dick to high heavens. I swear to God. She's going to fucking suck and fuck, glurp and gargle, and just... for the rest of your life.
1: I just blacked out and was thinking of Pac-Man, but I'm sure that what she just said... Is something that
0: it's 100% I would stand by. True, it's a hundred percent true. You seem cute and capable and very smart. Yeah, so you're going to get somebody to gobble, gobble gobble.
1: And here's the thing: my only advice is like, well, I've given a few bangers today, but I think that what you need to do is just be like very like socially aware, and then if like someone is like, you know, not really giving you proper energy or like not reciprocating the energy that you're giving kind of see yourself out of that conversation or social social situation. And I think that'll be good.
0: I listened to this whole thing yesterday on uh, NPR. <laughs> Please, So smart. Um, it was kids pop. Okay. I was listening to this podcast called hidden brain and they were talking about, um, I love that one. I love that one. And I, when I start talking about it, I immediately forget everything that I've learned. Um, <laughs> But what I did hear it was about how people perceive us. And like the biggest thing, we're always afraid of like, oh, what is somebody thinking about me? And usually most of the time, it's like they're feeling the same feeling in a way. And it's like just to communicate and tell people like how you feel.
1: Oh, you told me this. Yeah, yeah. You were like, energy is fluid. So chances are, if like you're feeling like a, no- wait, wait, was that what you said? Oh, probably. Who no,
0: knows? Sounds pretty good.
2: The mm. likelihood that somebody else is feeling what you're feeling is high. So just try to, try to, try to uh,
0: communicate it. Communicate you just it. talk. You just tell somebody, or else you're just, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. There was a girl I hit it off with in one of my uh calm classes on my first day of college. How it works is if classes fill up, you have to show up and crash the class on the ne- uh on the first day and hope someone doesn't show up in order to get a spot. She had mentioned to me that she was annoyed because she had to go crash a chemistry class and I had lied and said I had to also Uh, and went with her as an attempt to keep this non-existent spark alive. We walked to the class together and one spot was open and they enrolled me in the class I never had to take. She didn't get the spot. At that point, I was too deep with the lie and I'm pretty sure she had to do an extra semester of school because of it. (laughs) I dropped it by week three and she found out, didn't talk talk much after that. I am a horrible person. (laughs) Oh, that's fucking funny. Jesus. Okay, so you took Miss Girls class, and here's the thing. I know who wrote this, and you are not a chemistry person, so God bless you. But uh-huh. wait, so you liked? She liked that person? No. The, okay. This a guy wrote this, oh, and he liked, liked and he liked a girl, and so they were trying to sign up for a class. Okay, honked. Associated when I was reading. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you honestly did. What the heck? Honk, uh-huh, Because you were playing on your iPad. But here's the thing. Um, he so he liked this girl. And they, she was like, oh, I have to go try and get in on this chemistry class. Like, I really need to take it. And he was like, oh, oh, me too. Me too. And he didn't have to. No, no. So he, that's the gag. He didn't have to. And then when they both arrived there, there was one spot left. And so he got the spot that was supposed to be for her. And then she had to do an extra semester of school.
2: Why did because-
0: he get the spot over her?
2: Because <sighs> he was just there. And he was following through with the lie.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: I like that he he kept up the lie for three weeks yeah. and then was like, oh, "Fuck it, I'm out. I'm out."
0: That's so funny. <laughs> that is fucking funny. Fuck. And it <laughs> resulted in nothing. In, in
2: truly nothing. In her having to take an extra semester, it was only yeah. her loss.
1: But hey, at least you knew wow. she was where she was going to be for an extra wow. you amount really of time. did. You could have planned King. some run-ins. Well, well, he didn't. Now this guy is a DJ, so I'm sure you have no problem. Meeting the ladies.
0: I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> DJs. If somebody was like, I'm a DJ, I'd be like, okay, fucking okay. Ter- bye.
1: God, when I was 21, this DJ w- walked up to me in a fucking dirty ass fucking bar by UCLA. And he goes, I can't remember if I made it with you or your friend. And I was like, it nice. was my friend. And I just want everyone here to know it was me.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that
1: hey.
2: was his opening line, though? That
1: was his I, I, opening line. I just took off one of my fucking the fucking The fucking
0: cojones on that one. I know. Huh. Okay. That's quite a thing. All of that's quite a thing. That's my reaction. And it's a big one at that. <laughs> All right. Next one. Okay. I was 20 and dating a crack addict, and I was pretty sure he was going to disappear for a week on a binge with his ex. So, in an act of desperation... I took a kitchen knife and stabbed two of the tires on my own car. (laughs) I thought you was going to say yourself. Me too. I proceeded to call him for help, making up some story about how my tires popped and I couldn't leave the house. He didn't really seem to care until I mentioned that I wanted to drive to the city where his dealer lived. I even told him I'd buy him a rock if he helped me. Well, what they say about crackheads is completely true. Within 20 minutes, my shit was fixed and we were on the road to buy him some crack. My first and only experience being around that situation, by the way, we got back to my place and I watched him smoke the crack, pick the carpet for dropped pieces, check the window repeatedly for police cars and try to fuck me with a penis that just couldn't stay hard. Uh, (laughs) Watching him act the way he did on crack definitely did definitely persuade me not only to (laughs) dump him, but to never want to try the shit out for myself. Boring. Huh?
1: Okay. Huh? <laughs> you didn't like how that king was acting when he was cracked
0: out. I love, and I also love that 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 was like the final straw. It was like after watching him smoke crack, when she was like, maybe, maybe I don't like him anymore. Let me see
1: it, babe. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see.
0: Oh my god! But you know, <laughs> love is blind. Love Honey, is love blind. And love is fucking.
1: No, I've seen some men do some things, and I'm like.
0: I'm glad that you dumped yeah, him, though. I'm so glad you dumped him right after that. And didn't do crack, because the the way that that story could have gone would be like, well, and then I decided to do crack to impress him. And then I hit daddy's pipe for a long time. Yeah. And it's like,
1: no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, so honestly, you came out of that winning. That's so scary. Oh. The drug guys always start off so fucking fun, and then
1: it just turns into shit like that.
0: And the next thing you know, they're on crack. <laughs>
1: next thing you <laughs> know. Trying to
0: fuck you with a limp fucking dick.
1: They're trying to put their fucking wet spaghetti noodle somewhere that it doesn't belong.
0: All right. Well, that's fucking wild. You want to do the next one?
1: Yes, Gabby. I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, hi, Honks. After writing this, I realized how long it is, so I do apologize for that. <laughs> Before I start, I just want to say, I love your podcast, and it's the only thing that gets me through my work days. LOL. Much love, and don't ever stop. That phrase triggers, Gabby. Uh, <laughs> it does. Now for—thank you, Queen. Not me, though, because I'm secure. Uh, now for my story about the two years I wasted on Car Crash Girl. FYI— Was this written by a man? This was written by a girl. Okay. Not now for girl. my story about the two years I wasted on Car Crash Girl. <laughs> FYI, I'm gay. Not that it matters, but I didn't want that to be mistaken for a guy. Clown emoji. Now, this all happened my sophomore and junior year in high school. I'm now 18 and in college. I was dating one of the oh, popular God, girls. And, honey. I was dating one of the popular girls who was a grade above me, and things were great. I was on top of the world. LMFAO! <laughs> Not for long, though. About a year, About a year in, she started acting weird. Now, I don't know if this was being caused by some undiagnosed mental illness or something, but it's like she turned a switch and started losing her shit. It might sound dramatic, but you can tell when someone has something really wrong with them. LOL. I guess I just ignored it at the time. Um, Love is blind. She, Honey, it is. uh, She would gaslight me and literally make up shit that never happened, blaming it on me. I was so fucking confused. It was like Jekyll and Hyde up in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay you're funny anyway she started getting more erratic and just acting weird but i didn't really think much of it since i was in love and i told her it was okay and that i didn't care this continued for we another six we mo- always do that i know uh, this continued for another six months and by that point i was used to dealing with it and wanted to continue being in the relationship i should also mention that i live in the midwest and we have atrocious winters up here Then, one shitty winter day, we were hanging out at my friend's house, and she wanted to go to CVS or something to pick up makeup. I said sure and hopped in her car, and off to CVS we drove. Keep in mind, the roads were complete ass and were extremely icy. We get to CVS. She goes in and gets her makeup, comes back out, sits down, and says, what if we crash tonight in a joking way? And I laughed it off with no thought. We start to head back to my friend's house, and I get this weird, uneasy feeling. We get about two minutes away from my friend's house, and she's about to turn, and we slide on the ice and T-bone the fuck out of a van. I had never been in a car crash this bad before and didn't know what to really do. So we are sitting there in her now totaled car, which is smoking, music still blasting, just speechless. I say to her that we need to get out, and she says, okay. Then this bitch decides it's the right time to pass out in the snow as she's getting out, so I have to run and pick her up and carry her back into the car. Why did you pass out? Also, the car we hit was some annoying bitch from my school, so that was fun to deal with. LOL. (laughs) Anyways, it was a mess and our parents had to come get us and take us home. She was scared to drive after that happened, and I would spend hours comforting her, saying it was okay. She didn't have to drive if she was scared. You know the deal. I was actually being a good girlfriend. Now, I don't know if this girl purposely crashed her car, but thinking back on it, she might have, and I don't even know why. It still bugs me what actually happened that night. Anyways, we stayed together about another six months until I found out she was cheating on me. Yeah. Oh, also fun fact, before she crashed with me in her car, she had totaled two other cars, and she was 16. Why did nobody take this bitch's license away? Damn! Looking back on this entire experience, I cannot believe how far I went for this girl just for her to shit all over me. Just to summarize, I let her gaslight me, treat me like shit, total her car with me in it, and cheat on me just because I wanted to stay in the relationship. Moral of the story, don't go the length I did just to keep a relationship together. Ha ha. But also, what I did, fucking, I fucking know I was just a little honk with no dating experience. Anywho, I hope you enjoyed. Love you guys. P.S. Also, please get Shauna Ray on the show. I would die. Yeah, me too.
0: With- Wait, that's okay. That's what happens when you fucking date 16 year olds. She was 16? Yeah. And you, was, was this other girl 16 or 18? No, there was
1: a girl who was like a uh, year older than her. Okay. And now she's 18.
0: Oh my God. Okay,
1: Miss Funny Cute Queen, you know we don't judge you because you are a baby honk, but
0: yeah. oh my God. You are a baby honk. I just, it's so funny thinking about like dating that young of people. Like her brain isn't even like. At all for She still has a tiny infant brain. You're such
1: a sweet little baby.
0: Wow. But also, I don't know. When you were, are you at all the same person you were when you were 16?
1: There's obviously some similarities, but no. I was so fucking shy. I could never, I couldn't even speak in class. I was too shy.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm just wondering, like, is this bitch is she gonna always be the shitty of a girl or okay is it just i a see what you're asking i see what
1: you're asking i think on a fundamental level i am still the same person i was at 16 like i still have like i i i think people can change to an extent but i think
0: like i don't think you can change the core of who you are i don't know it's a that i wonder if she's gonna grow up to be like a shitty ass bitch I think about some of the girls that I was really close with when I was 16, some of like the monsters that kind of like have traumatized me. And uh they're still you know, as much as they've changed, they're still Change. that fucking Fuck off. Yeah, they're still nasty have-
1: bitch in there. Oh, snake bitches, for sure. But for this girl, like, she was like, oh, I wonder if she totaled the car on purpose. I would say, yeah, if she totaled two other cars. Because here's also the other thing. How would you total it on purpose? Because, you, because when she totaled it the first time, she got attention. Maybe this girl had, like, a bad home life or maybe she didn't get attention. And also, she's gay in the Midwest. That's already hard enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeehaw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to do out there except fucking eat, like, cheese and french fries and build a fucking snowman with your dad's best friend, Carl. I don't fucking know. So it gets a little fucking lonely out there. So if you have to date a girl who totals your fucking car, I get it. That's a good point. Wow. And also not her going, what if
0: we crash tonight? <laughs>
2: yeah. it's like, no. like it's fun.
0: Yeah. Mm, it's not fun. Uh. Yeah. Also weird, like weird uh, thing to predict, I guess. Which does make you think, like, did she do this on purpose? Mm-hmm. What do you say with her? Because you're young. Because you're young. But it's
1: also, like, I mean, you know, you really, you, like, when you're fucking in love with someone, it,
0: like, just really, like, deeply in it, mm-hmm. and you're you're making them, like, the soul, like, you know... As we'd say in recovery, higher power. Yeah. When you make other people your higher power. Yeah. Then that's where you're getting your light from. I sure did that with Diesel Duncan when I was 16. Is that the one with no teeth? Yeah. He didn't have any back teeth. He was addicted to crystal meth. But I was like, this is my man forever and ever and ever. We prank called him before? No, I don't have his number.
1: Wait, what was the one that we prank called?
0: I don't know. Not Diesel. I wish I had I'd prank phone call. I swear I thought it was
1: Diesel. Okay. No, 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 no. Well, if someone. Is from Oceanside and knows a guy named Diesel with no back teeth.
0: No back teeth. I he remember that we were like, I was like fifteen, I think fifteen and a half. And, um, and a half. he was wasted driving, and he crashed into a gate. But I was just—I was in the car with him, and I was like, "Whatever, it's fine. That's my, my daddy. man's
1: handling
0: it. My man. Yeah, he's all fucking wasted and on meth." <laughs> I was like, "That's my man." Jesus Christ! Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. That was your man.
0: That was my man. All right, we got one more. Okay, it's a longy. We got time. Yeah. Damn, bitch! You write a fucking novel. All right. Uh, we met in 2019. I was his Lyft driver, and he was my passenger. Okay, I know this romance very I, well. Yeah, I'm sensing.
1: Of her, this is a movie plot mm-hmm. Someone get A24 on the fucking line Yeah
0: Yeah Yeah Okay I was attracted to him immediately Can we put some like romantic music behind this while When we edit it Sure Beautiful Like, try. like a, a fairy Romantic Okay whatever I was attracted to him immediately But learned he had a four month old child And was separated from the mom I was, ju- I was down to just hook up because uh, that baby mama shit's messy. That one time hookup turned into a saga about how I ended up flying cross country multiple times on my own dime to simp my ass off and ultimately get totally disrespected and heartbroken. Fuck. We hooked up the first night we met and continued casually hooking up for a few months. Eventually, he fell off the map. I couldn't get a hold of him, and I never heard from him. I kind of shrugged it off and figured he was trying to patch together his family, which I respect. A few months later, we reconnected on Facebook. I found him and messaged him first. The first thing he said to me was, I was just talking about you last night. Me and my buddies were talking about who's the person we've had the best sex with. (laughs) Wow, what a—sick, what a compliment. I love how emotionally, like, vulnerable men can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just thinking about you last night, me and my buddies were fucking talking <laughs> about the best pussy we ever got.
1: Yeah, your pussy stayed on my memory. Yeah, okay? I love your
0: pussy. He told his friends that I was the person he'd had the best sex with. Mm. We started talking again. All kinds of shit had gone down with his baby mama, and now he was living in Michigan. We were joking about me flying out there just to fuck. But since I was making mad pandemic money... Uh, I know I miss it. This was the summer of 2020, a glorious summer. We were all fucking rich. I had money to blow. I booked a ticket to go see him. We'd go out on the lake with his friends and drink and swim. And then at his house, we'd watch movies and cook dinner and, you know, hang out with his child who was now like two years old. His kid liked me a lot and I liked her, but I knew this was just a casual thing. So I wasn't trying to insert myself as a stepmom. Kids are terrifying. Uh, in retrospect, I wish I'd taken into account the child's potential feelings and attachment, and I shouldn't have even gone up there in the first place. When I went back home, we were messaging all day, every day. We FaceTimed once or twice a day. His kid would ask to FaceTime me. Aw. I went back a second time and stayed for like a week. We did all this cute shit, like caught lightning bugs in our pajamas and watched fireworks and went swimming down a crystal clear river. I loved it, and I loved him, and I loved his kid. <laughs> After I came home from that trip, we started talking about me canceling my plans to go back to school and move up there instead. I should mention at this point that he was out of work because of COVID and had no money saved because of poor planning. He'd worked for 12 years as a mercenary Marine and had made hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. He blew it all partying after each deployment because he expected to die during his next deployment. God, that's a scary fucking reality. Jesus. When he was in America, he would work as a bartender, and then once or twice a year, he would go off to some obscure corner of the world and train armies how to fight. Now, none of that was happening, and what little savings he did have were sank in a restaurant that failed and in court fees for custody with the baby mama. He had nothing except what little unemployment came in every month because of COVID. I left him a couple hundred dollars each time I went and visited. While I was there, I'd cook and clean his whole house, give him massages, give the kid baths, and help out however I could. All his friends liked me, and his kids started calling me mom. Whoa. Which he tried to correct her to call me aunt, which is super weird, too, and it was just really awkward and still makes me absolutely cringe. A few months went by like this, and eventually I couldn't visit anymore. I was going to start school. I didn't end up moving there. I think, fuck, fuck. We were still in communication all the time. He expressed that he had big serious feelings for me. He asked to borrow $300 and was so ashamed of asking me to borrow money. Of course I sent it to him. A few weeks later, I I reciprocated that and told him I had feelings for him and didn't feel comfortable having sex with other people because I felt so strongly about him. He wigged out completely and told me we were just friends. I wish you could give a
1: dictionary to every single man in the world. The only word in this dictionary would be the word friend
0: because they don't ever seem to understand what that actually is. I was shocked at how he reacted and started to distance myself from him and reassess the situation. We started talking less and less. I uninvited him to a friend's wedding and started seeing other people. We were on the phone one day and he passive aggressively let me know that he knew from a friend that I was seeing other people. Yeah, no fucking shit. That phone call ended abruptly and I messaged him later that night saying I didn't appreciate the passive aggressive jealousy. And if we're just friends, why does he give a fuck who I'm dating? He didn't respond. I went to sleep. At six a.m., I woke to I woke up to 10 to 20 missed calls. I sleep with my phone on silent and paragraphs from him going off about how karma is gonna get me and essentially calling me a whore. Honestly, I wish I'd been charging his dumbass for every time I was. Uh, everything I was doing for him this whole time. He ended it by telling me, fuck off, you disgust me. I was so jarred by those words that I didn't respond. No one has ever talked to me like that because no one should be talked to like that. We haven't talked since, except a brief text I sent asking if he was going to pay me back the 300 he asked for, to which he responded, of course, of course, with interest, just waiting for this check to hit the bank. Never got paid back. Never heard from him again. Blocked him on everything and changed my number just for good measure. Whoa! I started going to therapy after that because I recognized I always get in too fast. Ex- I always get into fast, explosive relationships that get me into some really tough situations. I figured that I figured the culprit can't always be the other person. And if I keep getting into these crazy waste of time situationships, well, the common denominator is me. Okay, therapy, yes. Anyway, he had childhood trauma from being abandoned by his mom when he was like an infant and he's scarred from his dating life because he always gets left. He lashed out at me like that, forcing me to abandon him too. And that's on repeating love patterns that we learn from our relationships with our parents. Yep. Okay, so the queen has been doing the work. Jesus. I hate this guy. Uh... Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I don't hate him. I guess. I like, no, you I don't empathy. hate him because here's the thing. But what he did was shitty, 100%. Well, it's just also like the gaslighting of all of that too, you know? And then the whole thing. Like, the kid started calling you mom, and then he's like telling you that he has big feelings for you. And then you tell him, oh, my God, we're just friends. What the fuck? Mm-mm. This guy's... The, and then, yeah, and then the... Oh, if you're, why, why is he getting jealous if you're seeing other people? It's just... Gaslighty, narcissistic it's selfish because it's it's you're like wanting to
1: have everything be on your terms
0: yeah it's very much giving kanye honey wow the fucking narcissist man and now he's that daughter and see when i was reading that i was thinking about like what was the story with his ex like what if you could interview her what would she say about him
1: okay i wish it was fucking normal to ask like okay yes yes because it's like for job interviews they're they're poking around in your fucking past asking your former employer bitch what does that have to do with hey. this exactly so i'm coming into uh, your uh, new uh, life uh, 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 why why am i the fucking weirdo why am i the fucking lunatic for wanting to know What the fuck happened? And that's great. You're telling me your story. You're trying to fuck me. I know you're going to tell me how it ended, like
0: from you know your perspective, a
1: picture perfect, like that's like she was crazy. Oh, she was a
0: cunt, was she? What did you do to her? Yeah, I did. There was this this app a while ago that was like you could go on and like read people's ratings, like what people who had like fucked them or dated them, people would rate them. That's so funny. I don't know. But we need to bring that back. Yeah. People like girls would like uh, anonymously upload pictures of these guys and be like, I fucked him. This is how he treated me. Blah, 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 blah. God. What a good app. What a great app. That's a,
1: that's a fantastic app. A Yelp. It's a Yelp for people. I mean, the last two people that I've dated, I wanted to reach out to their ex. Ec- I had so many questions. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to be a fucking hater. I just, I'm like, I just have the. Who these- is this
0: person? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm like, did they do this to you?
0: Like. Yeah. Damn. Well,
1: sorry, Miss that You had to go through that. Those Fuck. are the lengths
0: that people have gone. Those
1: are the fucking lengths. You really learned that we are a lot more patient than we should be a lot of the time. I think, you know, just to wrap it all up, women are obviously superior. Uh, here's the thing whenever Gabby says that in the group chat that we have with my brother, it makes him irate. Irate. And he hates it. He starts like fuming, and I word... also
0: love when you say that. And then like men are like, oh, so you're going to perpetuate the sexism? Then you're perpetu- perpetuating the sexism, of a double standard. If a if a man said that about a woman,
1: if, if a man, man said that about w- a woman, w- you already saying that. You already you already think that. your actions depict that. Now here's the thing: the about world me. is
0: built for you, for you. Now here by you. I don't
1: like it when men are like, well, then you're a sexist. Well, bitch. Good. Nice to meet me, sweetie. Yeah. I fucking
0: am. Then I fucking am a sexist. I fucking am,
1: sweetie. <laughs> also I just have one last thing to say before we before we you know wrap this up yeah I know we started this off you know being a little spicy but I just want everyone to know that I fucking love my hawk
0: yeah, I, I fucking my
1: honk. I fucking love
0: my fucking hawk yeah I love my fucking honk. you could say that I love my fucking hawk there's one thing you could honestly say fuck of all the things in the world that I could say mm-hmm. the one thing I would say is that I love my honk. here's the thing yeah. I would
1: rather you put 15,000 live bees down my esophagus, duct tape me, all of my orifices, and throw me in a fucking washing machine and put it on high blast. Then you say, I don't love my fucking hawk. Are you serious? I'm being dead ass.
0: 15,000 bees. Yeah, not one less, not one more. Oh my God. Okay. Well, you could throw me into a muddy fucking i'm trying to think like what's a really disgusting substance like a like a tar river mm-hmm. so uncomfortable boiling hot tar river throw some fucking dirty nails rusty dirty nails needles too fuck it needles nails tar river bubbling
2: mm-hmm.
0: so just so hot um and also throw shit at me just shit into your hand throw it at me you could do all that to me before you would get me to say that I don't love my honk, and that's that. So I hope
1: that cleared everything up that you guys were wondering about. So don't let the rumors be true yeah, that don't we don't let,
0: love our honks.
1: We fucking love our fucking honks. We're a fucking honk central.
0: Oh, and in ch- next week I'm going to be in at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, with my man's of Felipe Esparza. and then March fifth. <laughs> I'm going to be a jam in the van with Chris D'Elia. See you guys there. <laughs> and on March 5th, I'm going to be turning 29 and
1: I'm going to be with my brother because that's is my that only other friend. March 5th is my birthday. Well, I've got a show for you to come to <laughs> honk. We'll talk later about that. Anyway, uh, if you guys like this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube, please, uh,
0: honey, don't make me fucking beg. I'm an overall yeah, subscribe. Join us on Patreon because it helps us help you. It helps us help you
1: (laughs) where are we looking um here's the thing I don't know where to look but I do know that you should subscribe to our Patreon where we spill actual really good tea well it's all
0: actual really good tea but we just get a little bit more intimate on there and you know
1: what Lee I think I name dropped some people today don't even bleep it out because you wanna know what I fucking said what I fucking said with my full fucking chest
0: okay who did you name drop
1: don't even worry about it okay bye guys Bye. bye